Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Kia ora and welcome to episode 96 of Business Your Way. Today we're diving into a topic that every service provider, business owner, needs to understand but often gets mixed up. And that's the difference between brand position and brand promise. These two concepts may sound so familiar or even so similar but they hold quite distinct meanings that can have a huge impact on your business if you get it right or if you get it wrong. So in this episode, I want to give you some insight and break down the difference between your brand promise and your brand position. So as a business owner, you are constantly striving to make your brand stand out in the marketplace. You are trying to differentiate yourself from your competitors. And I don't really like that word, but we're not going to get into that right now. So let's just say you're trying to differentiate yourself from others doing similar things to what your business does. So other businesses delivering similar services to your business. But how do you stand out in a crowded marketplace? How do you differentiate yourself? Well, that's where your brand position comes into play. Think of your brand position as the unique space that your business occupies in the minds of your customers, compared to other businesses who are doing similar things to you. You know, and that could be other design agencies or other event agencies or other virtual assistant agencies. So whatever your business is doing, your brand position is the unique space that your business holds or occupies in the minds of your customers in comparison to what other similar businesses have to offer. But it's about crafting a clear and compelling message that communicates what sets you apart and makes you valuable to your ideal client. Your brand position shapes the overall perception of your business, 
highlighting your unique value proposition and creating a distinct image that resonates with your potential clients or the clients that you work with. And that won't be everybody. So how I think about a brand promise is I think of this as what your business stands for. And this in and of itself is what will set you apart from other service providers doing what you do. But they won't do it in a way that is the same as you. Every business has its unique approach and its unique way of doing things, its unique value proposition. And usually that stems right back to what you stand for as a business. So if that helps you really differentiate what your brand position is all about, it's about what your brand stands for. Whereas your brand promise is a specific commitment that you make to your clients. The core benefits or value that you pledge to deliver consistently to the clients that you work with. It's the foundation of trust and it's where you set the expectations for the experience that clients can expect when they work with you. So when crafting your brand promise, authenticity is the key. Your promise should be credible, it should be aligned with your brand values, and it should reflect your commitment to meeting your clients' needs and aspirations. And that's the key part here. Your brand promise is your commitment to meeting your clients' needs and aspirations. So as you can see, both are closely intertwined with each other. And by aligning your brand position and your brand promise, you create this powerful combination that I think are the foundational pieces that every service provider needs. Your brand position helps you stand out, while your brand promise builds loyalty and trust. And when both elements work together harmoniously, because they should fit together like a glove, you create a consistent and compelling brand experience that sets you apart from your competition and that keeps your customers coming back. So you don't have to go out and find that little space between the current service providers in your market. You can simply make your business stand out or shine brighter, however you like to look at that analogy. If you want to be the brightest star, then you have to have your brand positioning really clarified and clear with a compelling message that communicates what your business stands for. And you have to have a brand promise that sets the expectation for the experience people are going to get when they work with you. But where to start? Which one should you start with? Well, in my opinion, you should start work on your brand position first. And when you work with me in my coaching container, Being Boss, the components that go into positioning your business are the pieces that we work on first. However, I've learned to do a few things differently. I've learned to think differently to 
most other consultants or coaches or mentors when it comes to working out your brand position. So, you know, I suppose I'm going to call them old school. They would probably say that your brand position defines your unique space in the marketplace and it differentiates you from your customers. So you need to find out what your customers are doing to find out where you can fit into the marketplace. You know, there's still lots of templates and, you know, lots of coaches and mentor out there who will get you to do competitor research as the first thing that you want to do. And then they talk about a whole lot of jargon about, you know, your marketplace, where you fit in the marketplace, your market share. And I'm like, oh, let's get rid of that jargon. Jargon got me nowhere in my business for many years and it kept me stuck in this place of I'm not a legit business yet because I don't have all the components of this business plan done so that it meets some standard of somewhere that nobody cares about. You know, it it was just this thing that I thought I needed to do to validate my business when that is so far from the truth. So if this podcast helps you put all of that business jargon, business planning jargon in the bin and let go of what you think you have to do, and take hold of what will be of benefit to your business, then I'm all here for that. And so that's why I believe thinking about your brand position quite differently will lead to your success. So I want to flip the traditional, you know, way of looking at your brand position and not trying to fit in and around everyone else. I want to flip that on its head. Because there is no one like you. You are unique. And what you bring to your business is unique. So I like to start by defining what you bring to your business. What are the unique skills and strengths that you have that you are bringing into your business? What is unique about what you do? What is unique about you? Because in all reality, there's not a lot that hasn't already been done when it comes to a service-based business. You know, there's a heap of bookkeepers and accountants and web designers and virtual assistants and graphic designers and computer technicians. There is just, there's you know, we're, we're spoiled for choice if you are looking for a service provider to help you. There is someone for everyone. So when it comes to articulating your brand position, it's about diving into what are your strengths? What do you stand for? What is your vision? And what is your value proposition? And when you can articulate these core things in a way that will attract your right client, your business is going to grow. And that brings us to the next important piece of your brand position. And that's the clients that you want to work with. You've probably heard me say this on the podcast before, is that your business is not for everyone. You will have people that you want to work with and these people will be aligned to what you stand for. 
So you need to spend some time identifying the people that you want to work with and ensuring that they appreciate the skills that you bring to the table and the values that you operate by. And when you can identify who these people are, then you're going to attract them really easily. You have to identify who they are because who they are will help you with your marketing, how you reach them. Because without your marketing piece, you're not going to reach the clients that you want to work with. And I think you can never spend too much time working out who your ideal client is and who is the person that you want to work with, who align to what you stand for, align to how you do business, your values in business, and how you can help them with their problem. And sometimes we have to work with some no clients before we really understand who our yes client or who our right fit clients are. So if you are early in your business journey, pay attention to the clients where it is easy to work with them and pay attention to the clients where it feels hard. Identify what that feeling of hard is. And more often than not, it will come back to, are they aligned to the values? Are they aligned to the way that you want to do business? And have they agreed to the boundaries that you've set about how you're going to deliver the service to them? Usually a no client is misaligned on one of those things. And so when we have a no client, it really does help us understand who our yes clients are. Because sometimes when we work with a yes client, it can be too easy. And it just feels, it doesn't feel like we are doing business. It doesn't feel like we're working because our right fit client, they understand us, they get us, they trust us. And so when we can find clients like that, sometimes we're just not paying attention close enough to who that client is and why this feels easy. So pay attention to the clients that you work with. Who do you want to work with more and who do you want to work with less? And really nailing down who your ideal client is will really help you with your brand position. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. And then once you've done the work of identifying your ideal client, then you can do the work to bring your value proposition statement to life. And then once you're clear on your brand position, so what you stand for, your values, your vision, and who your right fit client is, you've articulated that with a really great value proposition statement. Then you can start developing your brand assets, which is what brings your brand to life visually. It really helps create a vision that people can associate with. 
So when they see a visual representation of your business, they really understand what your business is about, what it stands for. And it puts your business out into the world with a visual mark, if you like. And your brand assets will include things like your logo, your tagline, your website, your marketing materials, your social media presence. And these all should align with and make your brand position stand out. It's really what makes your brand position shine. So all of your brand assets, they really don't make sense or won't make much sense without the brand positioning work behind them. And then once you've got your brand assets in place with a strong brand position, these elements help reinforce your brand identity and it strengthens your position in the minds of your ideal client. And notice how I didn't say positions you to stand out from your competitors. I really want you to drop that thought and that language from your vocab altogether, like just erase that from your business and really start aligning yourself with your brand identity and your strengths that position you really strongly in the minds of your ideal client. That's who we need to worry about. That's who we need to attract into our business with our brand identity which is the combination of the brand position and your brand assets. So then once you've positioned your brand, then you can move on to your brand promise, which in my opinion is all about the experience someone will have when they work with you. Your brand promise builds trust and it creates your reputation And that starts when you set some expectations for the experience clients will have when they work with you. So when you craft your brand promise, again, authenticity is the key. Your promise should be credible, it should be aligned with your brand values, and it should reflect your commitment to meeting your clients' needs and aspirations. So your brand promise should not only resonate externally with the people that you want to work with and help build trust with the people that you want to work with because you've got some solid boundaries around how you work. But your brand promise should also resonate internally with your team. Your team really need to understand and embrace your brand promise. They need to be fully on board with it because all of your internal processes, your behaviors within your team and the actions that you take in your business, they all need to be aligned to your brand promise, which like this is the key to delivering a consistent experience for your clients is it all revolves around your brand promise. Because your brand promise is, in essence, your brand experience. It's how you deliver your services to your clients your way. It's like your guarantee to your clients. This is what you will get when you work with us. Guarantee is usually used, you know, more for uh, physical products, So think about this 
brand promise in terms of a guarantee to your client. This is what you will get when you work with us. Your brand promise is infused into every aspect of your customer journey. So it's not something that you just use during your marketing and sales. It's actually infused into all aspects of your customer journey, right through you delivering the services and on to offboarding. So onboarding, service delivery, offboarding, it's every touch point with your client that you're working with needs to have your brand promise infused into it. Your brand promise is what makes you different. There's no formula for this. It just takes time for you to work out and implement, evaluate, adapt, change, test. Like it takes time. So there's no formula that anyone is going to give you. I'm definitely not going to give you a formula for your brand promise because this is all about your authenticity. It's about what you want to do in business. So when you set your brand promise, it goes hand in hand with you setting your personal boundaries inside of your business. So if you only want to work four days a week in your business, then you need to put that into your brand promise. So you set the expectation for the experience the client is going to get when they work with you. And it can go so much deeper It will be what will they get when? And this will depend on what you do. What is the service that you deliver for your clients? What do you want to promise them that they will get? What will you deliver on when you work with a client? And what you deliver on is for every client. It's not just for some clients, it's for every client. So your brand promise needs to be the set of expectations that you're going to give your client when and how they're going to experience your services. So as you can see, your brand position and your brand promise go hand in hand with each other. These two combined formulate your authenticity in business. And then you can forget all of that marketing and business planning jargon about fitting into a market and start thinking about what are your strengths? What do you bring to the business? And what are the problems that you want to assist people solve? Like your people, what are the problems that they have that you can help them with? Think about the type of person that you want to work with and what experience you want to give them when they work with you. When you approach your brand position and your promise from this place, you will easily stand out to the right people. You will attract your right fit clients and you won't have to worry about the competitor in the marketplace. They are not your worry. You just need to focus on you and who you serve, what you stand for and the experience that you want to deliver. And I promise you, when you do this work, when you take your brand position and your brand promise from what's internally in you that you want to embed into your business, that is what makes your business stand out. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. 
All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.